Hello and welcome to Bam Pow TV, a weekly recap for all the weird shit. We are here to talk about Doom Patrol. The Doom Patrol! Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, final episode of Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And Cloak and Dagger, episode three. So Kenneth loves that show. It's a show that is airing. Mm-hmm. So, man, Umbrella Academy. Man. Way to fuck things up. Yeah. Step one, don't let Luther be in charge. <laughs> Luther be in charge. Step two, listen the fuck to Allison. Well, it's hard to because she can't talk right okay. now. Okay. So. Shut your face. Do you get it? Because you'd have no, to read can it. Can you explain you see? it to me? Well, so you see, oh, oh, they yeah. just oh, cut God. her throat. No, I still. Oh, well, man. Know. Dang. Um, <coughs> so basically, uh, this opens with Vanya going ham and uh, just wrecking the mansion. Um, ben manifests and is able to save both Diego and uh, Klaus. Klaus takes a bit of credit, whatever. I mean, he's... Um, I, like how, I like how Diego was like, oh, you saved my life. And Ben's like, what the fuck, bro? And <laughs> Klaus, is Klaus like, goes, I don't know, man. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vanya Cute. kills Pogo, which is super sad. That sucked. I like Pogo. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, technically, he's kind of also a collaborator. Well, here's the thing, though. He's not really, because if he hadn't been there with the children's best, like, in his heart, I think their lives would have been a lot worse without Pogo there. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think he... He's like an undercover agent. Well, I think he is the kind... I think he would still qualify as a collaborator, but I think he was doing the best that he could within the system. Because I think if he had tried too hard to do the right thing... He would have been let go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because... And they never directly address it, but I feel like uh, Hargraves functionally created Pogo. Like, yeah. you know, we don't mm-hmm. see any mm-hmm. other talking chimpanzees walking So, yeah, around, so, so I assume he would have, he would have, like, done something to him or just killed him or yeah, something. Yeah, like, it's, uh, th- I, there's a lot of, like, threat uh, across that also. So, I don't know. Um, so she kills Pogo. Uh, mansion collapses. Grace Slash mom it looks to be destroyed in mm-hmm. in the collapse of it, um, and then they all regroup at a bowling alley. And oh my god, some- I love Luther just chucking that ball across yeah. seven lanes. <laughs> that was great. Or that 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 random kid wanting to come over and like ask Five if uh, if he'd go bowling with him. I was like, no, no. their mom was such a cutie too. She's like, is it okay with your two dads? Yeah. Oh my god, uh, uh, Dorbs. Yeah. Um, so what else? Five, five goes and meets the handler uh, at a hotel. Realizes it's a distraction to get him no away from the rest shit, of the team. Five. Um, the rest of the siblings go to the Icarus Theater, uh, where Vanya is first chair. She's doing her thing. Um, Hazel and Chacha are supposed to protect her there, but Hazel's just like, you know, fuck this whole circle. I'm done with it. Boops Chacha, <coughs> incapacitates her. Um, Kills the handler, which... Mm-hmm. You know, Love that he straight up didn't even let that lady talk for very long. Yeah, nope. she's like, well, I'm going to monologue yeah. some more. Pow! Yeah, he walked in the door and shot her in the fucking head. I was like, thank you. Thank you for being efficient. Yeah, you gotta you gotta Indiana Jones that sometimes, man. You just yeah. th- ain't got no time for that. I'm gonna hey, shoot you in the face. Hey, this is 2019. You gotta Carol Danvers that. <laughs> yes! Love that. Change approved. <laughs> um... So he he rescues Agnes. Uh, concert starts. Siblings try to stop Vanya. Everything goes terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Bunch of uh, time Nazis show up. I get. I don't know. They look very. Uh, yeah, I assume they work for the handler. Yeah, 
um, big old battle. Klaus is able to like fully manifest Ben for a second. That was awesome. The fuck out of people, yo. And it was just so satisfying. Like, I mean, one, I'm just happy that the the siblings maybe are going to be able to see Ben in the future. (laughs) But two, just like Klaus being so justified. Yes, when none of them believed him, and he's like, "Yeah, what the fuck, motherfuckers." (laughs) Um, and then they all have a terribly shitty plan where they try to just bum rush Vanya, which seems didn't like work the so first well. time. Um, Allison incapacitates her. Like, really? I, I Smart. don't know. That, that scene was so nice because she could have killed Vanya. Yeah. And mm-hmm. honestly, at that point... Kind of maybe should have yeah, killed she should Vanya. Have because she instead incapacitated Vanya, but Vanya, Blew like, the fucking released all moon? of her power into the moon, which well, is crashing down and causes the apocalypse. It's so hard to tell because, like, with any prophecy, you, you never know whether the choices that you're making are the choices that you made before. Like, are you actively changing or are you still following the prescripted yeah. route? Cause, and, and, and how do we know that what we're doing is going to make things better because like maybe if Allison had shot her, like she still would have exploded and taken out the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Or just all that accumulated power just directly shockwaved out instead, instead of blowing into the moon. And you know, yeah, yeah, we don't know. You don't know, but also now the moon's raining down. So so. like it hit the moon and, and I kind of went, Oh, this is bad. We, we need that. I, I, I definitely thought it was going to be fine. And really? Then it started falling apart. <laughs> and it's like, oh. No, the oh, second, no. this, when it went out the window, I was like, oh, that's nice. It'll just go into, oh, fuck, that's the moon. Even if the moon hadn't exploded, right? And all it had done was knock the moon, like, off kilter. We're fucked. That still would have fucked like, us up. Without the moon, we are breathtakingly fucked. I mean, mostly affects Florida, so does anyone really care? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not a tide scientist, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh my god, <laughs> we we need the moon. We we need it. Anyway, so, so, unless so unless it turns out the moon is actually a hologram or Full like Nazis, uh, no, or that's the center a, of the earth, a hollowed out it's space station. Uh, <laughs> All right, so I loved this episode because Ben, dude, because like Ben's so great. Ben and Klaus are such a cute couple, like, friendship-wise. Like, yeah, they're yeah, so yeah. great with each other. They're obviously BFF. I love that, like, Ben forever is mad at Klaus for taking credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also liked... Uh, what I think we learned is, while Vanya was stunted in her power abilities, she was also stunted in her maturity growth. She oh, never yeah. matured out of a preteen. Because every single reaction to everything was... The reaction of an angry, an angry teenager preteen. Yes. Yeah. Because like yes. in being an adult, when you have matured to an adult like situation, right? Not even age wise, just like maturity wise, you you're adultish. Um, you feel that thing in the beginning. You wanna flick that car, you wanna kill that walking ape person, you wanna destroy the world. But the next second your adult mind like kicks in and goes, Okay, we can't do any of those things. Yeah. For a variety of reasons, I don't feel like I have to get into, okay? And then, like, you figure out something else to do. So I just, I think it's sad that she never had a chance to grow up. She never had a chance to grow out of it. She never had a chance to, like, be something other than this broken shell of a child mm-hmm. who never hit adulthood in maturity. Yeah, that, um, I mean, this is not a surprise to anybody that when she starts going full bad guy, I immediately start thinking about all the true crime shit that I know. 
where I, for one, I'm am shocked. Shocked, I'm sure. But when you see stuff like that, where people are abused, and Vanya was horribly abused mm-hmm. by her father. Oh yeah, that, that I, they all were to yes. varying extents. Yes, yeah. and I think everybody bears their own scars, <laughs> but I think Vanya's are the worst. For um, sure, yeah. And and like, so it was so insidiously subtle that you mm-hmm. almost can't even tell unless you have all the facts. Well, because so much of it was a part of her was just taken away without yeah. her consent and without her knowledge. Yeah, and everyone it was just ignored. Yeah, and so that to to be so without love, affection, or a place to be keeps you so othered from everyone else Mm -hmm. so you you've isolated this child and left her in a place where she feels that she can't connect to anyone which is basically how you grow a sociopath that you 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 don't have them they they don't build those connections to other people and that's how you build empathy yeah and that's what we saw when she went into all the bedrooms and everyone kind of dismissed her or screamed at her or whatever and that that behavior from children is stemmed from their parental unit who yes. has no respect or affection for Vanya. So these other six have no respect or affection for Vanya. And Ben and Klaus, I think, were the softest with the, you can't go on a mission if you don't have a partner. But that oh, they statement... they said power. No, they said partner. Uh, oh, did they say power? I, I they power, said power. Yeah. Oh, okay. But <laughs> even then, theirs was the most gentle of dismissals, but probably the one that kept with her the longest. Yeah. Because it was soft and so hurtful yeah. like it's Still not so her it's, fault she doesn't have us, a power yeah you don't get to be part of our clubhouse yeah. which i can't i mean i remember feeling that way from other kids in school when i was growing up and just that shit lingers with you mm-hmm. like it took me a while to get past that to realize that you know that that doesn't matter anymore right. you know but i can't even imagine having that in your home where yeah. there's no escape for it yeah. you know like if you go to school or you go to work and you run into assholes at least at the end of the day you get to go home to a place where you feel safe or and appreciated if home is where the assholes are you get to go outside of it and maybe make friends yes but she was forever stuck yeah. in this like shithole <laughs> where nobody was kind to her except for mom and mom had her hands full with all the other ones yeah the one plus side is goddamn Ellen Page looks good in a full white I mean, tuxedo. Correct. You're Holy shit. Not wrong. That's like the only plus side for Molotovs. Well, okay. And so we get to the, the very end and Five says, okay, I have a crazy plan. And they're all like, yes. Yeah. Because our only other option is <laughs> to die dis- now. We're going to be disintegrated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either we try to time jump with Five and die or we stand here and die. Yeah. Cool, man. Let's um, fucking do time it. time jump. And then we get to see them all regress to kids, including Ben. Including Ben. Ben was yeah. there. Well, because, yeah, it's the, the weird time li- wibbly wobbly yes. where they've now gone back. So Ben's alive again. Ben's alive again. So, so, I'm, so that was my 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 idea is that um, are we are we do you think that we're going back to a time when we were all kids so that we can punch dad in the nuts and then we tell Vanya dad is wrong we and love you, are you. Awesome. we love you let's train up with your powers let's all of us work together and train you and we can be a team that's what I'm hoping and like it's tough because I definitely hope all of next season is not them as kids because I it's annoying yeah one don't want to watch a show about seven kids mm-hmm. uh but two like i like all of these adult adult actors. people yeah uh so i'm hoping we get at least a hopping back and forth of like hey we do this now this is how it changes the future yeah, something or like 
two episodes as teenagers where they rewrite time, basically. Right, where mm-hmm. they re they reintegrate Vanya into their lives and give her a stable home with and affectionate support siblings, so he doesn't kill himself. Yes. Well, that yeah, we we get to sit. When only do we? Get oh, to I say, was like, fuck Hargreaves. Let's just stick him in that soundproof box oh, yeah, and have no, whatever. Have yeah. Pogo and Mom raise the kids. Yeah. So like, because not only do we get to save Vanya, but we can save five. We can save Ben. ben. We can we can save we can save Leonard. He we can save Luther. Luther. That's yeah. who I meant. I forgot to say. Fuck Leonard. The, Billy. Klaus. You know, don't let him fall to like. Oh yeah, and if Klaus Klaus. knows, if Klaus knows that the future of his power is this, and he's not trained by that fucking dad sociopath, then maybe he won't become an addict, and he and Ben can be together, and he'll have his own powers. And our our lovely Billy gets to keep his regular body. Right, he doesn't have to get all jacked. jacked. Though he's looked a lot better since he got laid. That was for real. (laughs) Fucking Klaus, though. Whatever, Way to sell dude. me out, bro. Allison needs to go eat a butt. Like, well, no. Legitimately, she wasn't even mad about that, I think. It was just like, this is what you've been fucking around doing instead of, like, being present, I guess. Whatever. But again, like you gotta get hella drunk and boned down. Here's the thing, is that was very much... I don't know this for sure, but this is what it feels like to me. That was a scene written by a man about how a woman would react to the man that she's interested in having sex with a different woman. And my problem is that woman married someone and had a baby. Yeah. Exactly. So she doesn't really have a leg to stand on. Right. But also, this is where I think it was out of character for her because she's been so focused on Vanya. For her to suddenly give a shit about him getting high and banging a stranger, that's not our focus right mm-hmm. now. So that that whole thing felt so weird and forced and yeah, tropey yeah. that I'm kind of pretending it didn't happen. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Let's just. I love Ben's power. He has a Cthulhu in his tummy. Dude, that shit's bananas. Love right? that. Oof. Like, ugh. New boyfriend, Ben. <laughs> but definitely an interesting way for Klaus to have um, a more. Powers of his own. Well, to have. For, for Klaus to have a power that's more offensive. Yes. Because his power is not an active power. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if he can, like, do that with ghosts. Like, he can do it with Ben because Ben has, like, a power. But Ben's the only dead one of them he has in his, like,. Binder of ghosts. Um, Calm down. McBromney's ghost. All right. Binders Um, full of ghosts. Binders full of ghosts. I wonder if he can like summon ghosts and they can use their rage as an offensive weapon for him. That'd be cool. Because most of the people it seems he has in his arsenal are like murder ghosts. Well, they're angry. They're angry ghosts. So if he can be the channel for them to get rid of some of that anger and maybe they're able to pass on because he can pick up ghosts wherever he sits maybe he utilizes their anger as an offensive weapon and they get to like go on they get cleansed yeah i like that that'd be cool that'd be interesting anyway what a finale yeah and then they just poof and it's over and i'm like what yeah no and it it's gonna be like my biggest problem with the show is it's we've been watching it co-current with doom patrol and it's just kind of been overshadowed because of that. Doom mm-hmm. But man, this finale was so, so good. good. And I am well, so excited for season two now. Because Doom Patrol is both wackier and more fun and than also, Umbrella Academy. A little more fucked up. Yeah. Yes. And I'd more s- heartfelt, though. Yeah. Yes. I'd say the only where I'd say Umbrella Academy always wins is with the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Umbrella yeah. Academy has a sick soundtrack. Yeah, but Doom Patrol soundtrack's pretty baller. What? What have they included so far that was anything of note? Yeah, every episode has really good music in it. We just don't talk about it because everything else is so good. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I want to take the last couple minutes of this episode to talk about where the fuck is Reginald Hargreaves from? Right? 
Where did he come from? There were fucking like spaceships in his backyard. And then he like moved to regular England in 1910. Like yeah, what as, the fuck? As you do. Or is that real? And like that's where all their technology went for whatever reason. And that's why no one has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like where is he from? I don't. Yeah. Why I don't, aren't you talking about this? I. There were spaceships in his backyard. It was. And then he got on a boat and he ended up in England. It was too weird. I don't know, man. Was that England? Or was that, I thought it was New York. It was New York. Yeah, but he, he was in England. There were spaceships. He got on a boat. He ended up in a, un, a unicorn. An umbrella factory. Why don't you care more unicorn? about this? I don't know. Because this show's so fucking weird already. <laughs> like, honestly, that didn't even super stick out. I was like, yeah, okay. That I was like, right. wait, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I, I was following along. He's, he's with his wife in bed. Seems like maybe she just had a baby and now she's about to I die. I thought for a second Vanya was his real child. Yes. That that's what that scene was going to be, but it wasn't. And then he picks up this jar that's like full magic of fireflies or magic or something, and he opens it, and then there's just all this weird shit in the sky, and I had no idea what was happening. I don't know, man. All right, cool. The show's bananas. Also, Cha-Cha's dead, trying to escape. Um, Hazel and his girlfriend did escape the yes. apocalypse. They did poofed. They? they took the briefcase, and they poofed. Oh, I'm- he picked somewhere for them to live. He fulfilled the promise of the handler without having to do anything. Oh, nice. Yeah, he took, the, so he he, took her briefcase. He took her briefcase and his lady, and he poofed them into the past. So they could just live together and have a bakery and be happy. Oh, man. I, I That's assume great. they're going to run into those dumb, dumb kids. Oh, I'd be. Like, he definitely accidentally chose the same time as them. Yeah, like he chose 1987 <laughs> when they all He's got born. Like, He's like, I, I had the decades no, off. You, you have to go back to before your donut lady was born, so that she doesn't accidentally run into herself. If Don't only there the was an entire world to avoid yourself in, right? Like you should actually go, go to Montreal. We know for a fact that the donut lady never left New York City. He could literally take her to Jersey. <laughs> Okay, one. Except number one, don't go to don't Jersey. Go to Jersey. Move to California. Yeah, he should take her to California. They can live on the beach, and she can make surfboard themed donuts. Yeah, it's not called yes. Best Coast for nothing. Best Coast. Best, Best Coast. Coast. We're definitely not biased, but also really, California. he's literally wearing a shirt with California on it right now. He should take her to Oregon and kickstart like the bullshit hipster. We love weird shit to eat craze because she loves birds and trees and Are stuff. You okay. No. Oh jeez. Do you did smell you, toast? Did you hit your head on the way in? Maybe. Oh, no. No, I smacked her around a little bit. I want to talk about Doom Patrol. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, Cloak and Dagger, I, I hate you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to talk about that. Doom Patrol. Let's talk about the most banana shows on television with uh, Ernest Franklin. I have to tell you, I almost vomited. We both almost Dude, that threw was up. so disgusting. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I both watched. They, they we were not watching. On it. We were not watching. No. Oh, no. I... Just eyes no, wide I, open. No, I watch that. It shit. came out of that sink, no, dripping no, liquor down. No, oh no! I have oh, I have watched man. movies with some fucked up shit in them, and this is the closest I ever came. I have I think I have ever come to almost vomiting. I have oh. I, I never saw a human centipede, but I have seen some fucked up shit in my time. Whoo! That was gross. Like I'm a little nauseated just thinking about it. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm like flashing back what? to it now. I'm like, it's going to be real bad if I throw up on my laptop. <laughs> That's not good for the keyboard. Okay, okay. bullet points, and then we'll come back to this. Okay, bullet points. Um, (laughs) Bureau of Normalcy activates Franklin, Ernest Franklin, a.k.a. Beard Hunter. Hunter. Also Um, known as Monica's nickname. 
That's what yeah. Monica calls I the vagina. I thought this whole episode was kind of like a call-out post, but also like, except for that part, which I would never, ever, ever, ever. His powers are of no interest to me, but I am, in fact, a beard hunter in a sexy way. Oh, my God. Yeah, I so, just want beard burn on my thighs. Uh, we find out what... <laughs> Question. How do I leave my own body? Ugh. You watch that fucking scene again, and you just like Ooh. leave your body <laughs> to go to a better place. Okay, so um, <laughs> Beard Hunter gets activated. He leaves mom's basement and goes to track down Niles Calder for mm-hmm. the Bureau of Normalcy. Um, we find out what has happened to Cyborg and Rita while everyone else was in cruising Jane around. In, yeah, Jane Patrol, and it was basically Beard Hunter showed up. Nommed on some of Niles's oh. old uh <laughs> sink beard shit. Ooh. What do you call it? Sink scum. <laughs> I will. I will vomit. <laughs> and um. Oh god, it was so gross. Here we are. Uh, <laughs> okay, he ate the-, the thing. He passes out. He gets found and tied to a chair, and then spends half a conversation with. With Victor, like, like sexualizing eyeballing. his fucking, like, chin, chin hair. Tucked, yeah. I like at one point, Vic goes, you need to back the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> he and says then, that uh, too. Well, he's tied to a chair. He can't back up. It's so funny. Vic, Vic and Rita leave a single beard a hair. A single beard hair. Off, oh, my God. And he snorts that shit uh. like the finest of cocaine. <laughs> Because apparently his powers allow him if he oh, ingests people's facial hair. Oh, oh, if he ingests their essence, he will take which in their like essence. Sounds like he's swallowing cum. I mean, I think he'd like to. Um, he can then he is like connected to their cortex and knows the inside of their brains mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. weird. I have a I have, I have a serious question. So, is it how do you stop from vomiting? <laughs> um, the answer to that is drink Pepsi because it will suppress your gag reflex. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Um. So he eats hair from facial hair from men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, as a woman, also get chin hairs. Does that is that the same thing? I assume. Or does so. it not count? Because it's, it's not technically a beard. I think it counts. No. I just think he is gay as shit, <laughs> and he is only attracted to men. Hmm. I get it. I think it would totally work on your little chinny chin hairs. Everybody gets them. I have them. Mine I, are really sharp and pointy. I have a number of them. I'm, yes. I fantasize about using them as weapons. That's weird. There's a lot of that dangerous stuff out there, Kenneth. Yeah. They're what if long. What if they were like titanium and sharp? They'd still be like a quarter inch No, I just have long. to get real close and like nuzzle. You just like lean over to somebody it's and then you're like, ah! Oh, cool. <laughs> and you penetrated their skin a quarter of an Ew, inch. Ew, not a good oh, reference no. I use the term penetrated. <laughs> Anyway, he escapes our custody because there's something wrong with Grid. Vic's, like, body is working against him. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and he ingested Vic inside his- him. Oh! <laughs> and so was just able Jesus. to, like, dodge oh. every punch Vic threw That was him. pretty cool, actually. That was. I love Rita. Just, like, just, just hit, hit him. him. Why didn't Rita fight him? Yeah, that was my next question. Rita, what the fuck? Rita, what the fuck? Vic's arm, like, prematures again, and he needs ha! to get that checked out. Um, they have pills for that now. And then Beard Hunter escapes, but not before Rita tags him. Yeah, getting shit She's smart. done. Mm-hmm. 
And then um, he finds a weird staircase and a fake masked calder and gets eaten by our B-side cryptid boyfriend. Wait, the beard hunter does? Mm-hmm. Were you, were you painting minifigs at this uh, time in the episode? You should focus when you're watching Doom Patrol. Show them respect. Because on the on the B side, which we have not yet talked about, Niles wanders off into the Canadian wilderness. Yeah. Well, yeah, Niles yeah. is on a hunting trip. Well, Niles is on a research expedition <laughs> for the Bureau of Oddities. There Oddities in 1913. Because like, how old is Niles Calder? Old as fucking balls. <laughs> episode title. Oh, <laughs> I said that when we were watching the episode, and this one laughed so hard. I did. I laughed very very hard. Um. They're hunting like a like a werewolf Wendigo thing. Oh, Wendigo? Uh, Thanks, Dean Wendigo. Winchester. What is it? It's just a it's, Wendigo. It's just Wendigo. A Wendigo. That is, <laughs> no joke, my biggest problem with Supernatural is how they that, pronounce... That's that, your biggest problem? Look, that, that? Not the hundreds, possibly thousands of women who have died in white nightgowns? Or what about all of the rampant misogyny and homophobia? No, it's how they say when to go. Cool, 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 yeah. cool, 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 cool. Let's focus up. Cool. Anyway, he gets captured by something. I think it's our cryptid boyfriend. It wasn't. What? It was a lady person. Who's our cryptid boyfriend, though? Oh, the, the big fucking wolf, wolf oh, that guy. bear okay. with the, like, jaguar tusks, brah. Get it? It sort of looks like a wolf like... jackalope. With jaguar tusks? Like, like, like Neanderthal era giant cat fangs. Mm-hmm. I love it, him. It's definitely a cryptid. It's a cryptid, so. Yeah, no, cryptid boyfriend. Like, no, fine. Change approved. Yeah. I, I don't know. I definitely always, like, associated that more with Cthulhu y stuff and not just anything outside the Oh, world. no. A cryptid is any kind of weird zoological creature. Yeah, a cryptid in- includes, like, a chupacabra, Loch Ness Monster, mm-hmm. Jersey Devil, mm-hmm. Mothman, Drop Bears, Wendigo. Drop Bears. Drop Bears, brand new aspect of, of the cryptid culture. They're new. They're newish. They're fifteen years Definitely new. Definitely newer there than the Wendigo. Drop bears before we were born. That old. Chupacabras were around twenty years ago. Drop bears are pretty. Oh new. wow, twenty versus fifteen. So they're both That's new. Such no, a big Chupacabras are at the minimum twenty years old. Yeah. I would say probably more than that. It's, what are you talking about? No, Chupacabra has been around forever. No, it is a very recent phenomenon. Chupacabra. I will, yeah, I will fight you on this. I just did a deep dive into them. All of my boyfriends are cryptids, so let's go. That's weird and you should probably get tested for lycanthropy like maybe anthropy? that's what i like can't i like lycanthropy weirdo <laughs> lycanthropy always putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable <laughs> anyway he gets found yeah by a, a mean caveman lady cave person lady cave lady neanderthal cave no she's not a neanderthal her eyebrow ridge isn't big enough yeah thank you dr anderson you're welcome i have a degree in this you have a degree in english I have a minor in anthropology. It's not a degree. <laughs> it's on my official degree, so... Damn it. Touche. I was literally... What was I, I was watching something the other day where they were trying to cheat death and fucking it up, and I was like, Ugh, you cannot one-sixteenth of a point death. Yes, you can, if you try hard enough. <laughs> nah, not in this because case. They fucked it up. Technically correct is the best kind of correct. <laughs> oh, no. I was watching... Um, I've been trying to catch up on Sabrina, and they have this episode where... You have to, in order to bring somebody back from the dead, you have to kill someone else to balance the scales. That's sure. fair. And, but 
when she does it, she also decides that she's going to, they have a, a thing that you can do to bring somebody back from the dead. So she's like, cool, so I'm going to kill person A to bring person B back. And then as soon as person B comes back, I can revive person A so nobody has to die. Ooh. And then everything just goes to fucking shit. Well, I mean, no joke. I right. would do that. Yeah, I like where her head's at, though. Yeah, because, like, you kill person A, person B comes back, and then you defibrillate A back to life with, like, human science, and then you haven't tricked anything. No, but because, like, in this, we're talking about magic, and magic always Versus requires payment. alien science. Magic science! No, nah, man, magic always requires payment, and you can't, you can't, can you, you can't kill fuck anyone? Because there's like a list of the top ten most wanted. You could go after one of them. See, that, oh, that's dude. what I would do. Or I like, would just find like somebody, seven. find like, a piece of shit who deserves death, and yeah. just kill them. No, nah, but they they were trying to fuck to fuck around with that, and it did not work out well in the end. Anyway, back to this fuckery. Yes. Uh, oh, so then Nas falls in love with his cave lady. Yeah, and hangs around with her for a while. Two years. And then eventually his partner from the Bureau of Oddities comes back. Is like, hey, you know. Who is uh, the dad from um, Pacific Rim? It's Herc Hansen. Oh, man. I thought he looked familiar. His yeah. voice. Nice. His voice is what got yeah. me. Mm-hmm. His son is the douchebag. <clears throat> so um, he's like, hey, you know, I'm still out here. I know about your secret. Well, no. First he said, we're in the middle of a war. We are now the Department of Normalcy. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, uh uh-oh. Niles is going to hate that. And then I know about your girlfriend and I have to kill her because that's what we do now. And And Niles Niles is like, like, excuse me the fuck? Oh, it's so sad. Let me take you onto this ice lake you fell in. Okay, cool. Bye. I love that where he like fell in. He goes, help me, help me. And both B and I are like, nah, we're good. Yeah. No, nah, <laughs> nah, you can die. You, you're, you're, you're fine down there. Yeah. And then he, he kills him and never goes back to his lady for safety, which is so sad. Cause she's like, where's my man? Yeah. She just doesn't know. I don't know. But I, hopefully if she can live forever, then right. maybe when things when things oh, that would be cool if she shows back up again i'm just saying like we know now she's immortal mm-hmm. we also know my monster boyfriend is like a god or something see like where i was leaning toward was he is some the the, the cryptid creature is some sort of supernatural protector and so she has found a way to either bind them together or like maybe he has always protected her clan and mm-hmm. so she can call upon him when she has need of protection. Yeah, that's kind of how I took it. Or maybe it she's was... his priestess and therefore in that transaction gets long life. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Niles tapped into it because that motherfucker was old in 1913. Yeah, he hasn't functionally aged. He at has all, not. So. so it might be because she loves him and they live together and bone down. I thought that... it was maybe that weird green goop that or the green goop that healed him and Mm -hmm. stuff like maybe she in her secret ways of i've married us and you don't know it um he's now also protected by our wendigo friend well yeah Mm. it could be that yeah wendigo well that's not what he is either i don't know what 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 should we call him just not wendigo that's all (laughs) i care about what did they call him in the show like awaya or something wendigo Uh, no you have the wiki open. I think it's we should just call him here. Wolverine because he's Canadian. Fucking oh <laughs> no, he's our Wolvelope. 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 Oh my god! Change proofs. Was- <laughs> uh, fine. Wolveleopard. Ope. What? Wolvelope. There was nothing about him that was a. Leopard. Well, no, he had. What are those? What's the big cat from the Iceberg movies? Sabertooth. Yeah, he had like the saber tiger cats teeth. Tigerlope. 
Tiger Loop. Anyway. Whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, if, if them being together in the like physical sexy time sense, <laughs> maybe that was their, their like marriage ceremony that you spend time together, you bone down and now you're married. And right. so then Excuse he has. Me. We're classy. It's called consummating. All right. That's all right. disgusting. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, I like bone down better. And so now he's joined the tribe. So he gets all the benefits of mm. being part of the tribe. Yeah. yeah so well, interesting also, thing. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, also, our cryptid friend probably understands that he is protecting his priestess. Like, mm-hmm. he's protecting her by not telling anyone where she lives. And so is also could be extending that long life to him as another priest of his whatever to, mm-hmm. to protect them both so that no one finds him or finds her or whatever. Yeah, because if he is like a low-level deity protecting this forest, then he would be able to like observe that this outsider came in and... Murdered the, and, someone in protection of his own people. Yeah, that the chief murdered this other guy and then left to protect his priestess. Anyway, you were going to say a thing. Oh, so, we, well, we just find out that back in uh, now times, Mr. Nobody is looking for uh, chiefs. Well, apparently this whole time, Mr. Nobody has been focused on immortality, a la Niles Calder. Yeah. And maybe the reason nobody can't kill Niles Calder is because of our new friend. Like, maybe the immortality comes oh. with a resistance to death. Not just... Not um, just long life. But basic... But unkillable. But literally immortal. Mm-hmm. Not or, like like the kind of immortal mm-hmm. where like you'd have to be taken out by the death of a son. Or even just he wants the secret to it and knows if he kills Niles, then he can't get it. Well, I think him. his whole thing this whole time has been killing Niles and then he tripped across this secret in his memories. Is how I read it. Mm-hmm. That he kidnapped mm-hmm. Niles to kill Niles. He hasn't been able to kill Niles. Niles won't break. And then they tripped across this memory. And now he's like... If I kill that girl, hmm. you will no longer be immortal and I can kill you. Mm-hmm. Is how I kind of hmm. put it. Okay. Because I feel like Mr. Nobody has immortality. He ha- also has not aged. Yeah, yet. he is not. And <laughs> functionally, sure. his powers are insane. So. Yeah. He probably will live forever, too. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Anyway, the show is so good and I love it a lot. And every moment is a blessing, except for the sink scum moment. No. But it was great because this episode was great because, like, we were halfway through it and Monica's like, where is Mr. Nobody? I've missed him. And then he showed up. I know. I was like, you know, where is he? It's been four episodes. You know how he doesn't like to be ignored. <laughs> yeah. It was good to see him. And we got to see full Alan Tadik, which was nice. Instead yeah. of just, like, the crazy, yeah, the weird, like, like, cut up thing. Mr. Nobody. Cool. Over to Cloak and Dagger. Yes. I feel like I went into too much detail last time. Do you want to take it? Sure, I'll go. All right. So we pick up where we left off with the two Bridgets. And obviously one good, one bad. And what we find out is uh, that they were split after getting hit from the dark energy combined with the blackout when we destroyed Roxxon last Mm. year. That's when... uh both cloak and dagger got their powers right no this is after so at the end of last season there was also last season was about the thing exploding again oh and all the terrors and stuff okay so when it exploded again she (laughs) fell into the water and got hit by that thing and there was a power outage yeah so it was a combination of both the chemical and a burst and so we find out that what they safe yeah, 
that what what they are are um that it's it's not a duplicate or a clone it's a, it's split. a split so the the version of Bridget that we've been running around with is oh my god kenneth put your belly away <gasps> put your belly away <laughs> second possible title of this episode <laughs> so the the crazy version which they've started calling mayhem is all the rage and that's all there is so so it splits you and half of you is all of the rage inside of your body and the other half is what's left over so, so you're docile and smart but shy and afraid afraid so it's kind of like supergirl with black kryptonite basically I don't it's, really understand that reference. Understand oh my reference. god! Read more comics. Jesus. But if it makes sense Sorry, to you, Jessica then Christ. yes. Jessica <laughs> Christ. Has anyone told her that she's our new? Uh, our new god. Made? She was tagged in that. Mm-hmm. that I don't know, man, but she is our new god. Praise yes. be to Jessica. So, because we because we've been seeing that that Bridget hasn't hasn't been really very self confident. She is drinking all the time. She can't get over her shit. She can hardly shoot. Which she used to be a much better shot. Mm-hmm. And so it really makes sense now that all of her motivation, all of her fuel and her drive is, is over in, in is over in mayhem. And so so she can't she can't do anything. I have a real hard time with that name because all I can picture is the mayhem commercials. From State Farm. Yeah. Right? I love him. He's so one great. of the greatest <laughs> like commercial mascots ever. So, um, we we get we we're splitting our time between the present and was like 260 days ago when uh when she was duplicated. Okay. And so we see the the version that we've been spending time with, the passive the version was uh was injured and was in the hospital, but Mayhem climbed out and immediately went bananas. And so what she's trying to do is cuz she has all of the same memories and the space and the, like the same fingerprints, same DNA, everything. Mm-hmm. And so she still has the vestiges of what it feels like to be a cop. And so she decides to cop in the best way she knows how and starts going after Connors and dirty cops and things like that. But it starts to fray around the edges because she's not really concerned with helping people. She just wants to destroy everything. She just wants to beat up people and she's decided to beat up bad people. The other problem with this split is inevitably the aggressor murders the docile one. Um, Mia, no. What is her name? Mina. Mina, the daughter of the other scientist from season one. Mm -hmm. She's been doing tests with like mice and stuff and this thing happened where it duplicated it enough that a mice, a mouse split. A mice. A mice split. And then one killed the other. And so we've realized what Mayhem has decided is she's going to kill everyone who fucked up her life and then come back and kill Bridget. And take over that life. Basically. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. It's, uh, <laughs> that it's, that uh, seems healthy. Super great. Yeah. I mean, so- I'm kind of like fine with it because she's killing bad people. But this is my vigilante side. So we, we see her. Look. Um, Tandy found mm-hmm. out last episode that there have been a ton of girls that have gone missing from the quarter. And because they are not wealthy, not white, not yeah. influential, they're mostly just overlooked. Mm-hmm. And so my assumption and what turned out to be true is that they've all been kidnapped for some sort of human trafficking bid. And so um, Mayhem is tracking them down. And so she keeps goading Tandy saying, don't you want to help these girls? Don't you want to help find these girls? Come with me, Tandy. Nobody else is going to help we them. We can help find these girls. Meanwhile, she's just, like, murdering with no, like, 
care or yeah. anything. But that's probably kicking right back into Tandy's insecurities about trying to help that girl. Yeah. Yes. With her. Well, because it's definitely rage speaks to rage and mm. I'm feeling it on the couch. Same. Same. Where, and same. I keep, I kept, I spent the whole rest of the day thinking about, um, if, so that, if that had happened to me and all of my rage got pulled out and then just ran off. Like just did what it wanted out in the world. And I was like, whew, that is, that's scary. <laughs> I can't even imagine. With, like we've with, been talking about this all day. Like if all of the rage that women carried around inside of them, all incited by helplessness and insecurities and uh, our inability to get shit done and the unavailability of opportunities Just to us. Just fucking society telling you all day you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. For something we didn't have a choice in being, if all of that rage was removed from us and put into a human person who felt no fear or guilt or empathy. Oh, buddy. Oh, there would... <laughs> I can't even imagine. I gave myself a little cold yeah. chill just like thinking I, about it. I, the amount of stuff that would happen it's, is just, like, I can't comprehend what would go down. That's like that uh, book that just came out very recently where suddenly, like, 16-year-olds all over the world. <laughs> the cat book. The cat comic? Nope. No, you, you go ahead. No, keep going. Um, Like, 16-year-old girls all across the globe develop the power to, like, deliver lethal amounts of electricity on touch oh shit that's chose. right i um, wanted to read that damn it i forget the name of it yeah i, I really want to read it and yeah but it, yeah it's basically like yeah. that except like they probably still have empathy and compassion yeah, and but a it's logical like, brain center but like how does society change when all of a sudden don't these fuck people with us you're being shitty to yeah suddenly kill you with a touch so that's that's the idea right is like the next guy who bumps me on the subway and puts his hand where it doesn't belong i just will no longer have a fucking hand because that side of me doesn't care about consequences mm-hmm. yeah yeah like you're just in a meeting and somebody shushes you or your boss calls you kiddo and you uh-huh. just slit his throat because you don't you don't have you any don't care, care. You don't care. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, legitimately, it might be the end of the world. And I don't even blame us because, like, <laughs> you've earned this. It's very descriptive name. It's called The Power. Oh, that's right. I think yeah. I already bought that on Audible. So nice. I'll just listen to that. Yeah, yeah. I want to check that out. Anyway, so this is what we've kind of been talking about mm-hmm. all day because it's fascinating and legitimately terrifying. I There's a lot of rage inside of me and a lot of the time I don't know what to do with it. And... I know what I would do with it if I didn't have to worry about consequences. And, like, legitimately, it's scary, the shit I would do. That sounds like just a good mirror also of what happens when you don't have, when you're not bound by anything. When you become completely untethered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you just, whatever you want to do in that moment with no consequences attached Mm -hmm. or guilt attached. Yeah. It's not even really like, like, uh, going back to Psych 101, it's not even really talking about id and ego and super ego. Mm -hmm. It is complete lack of any sort of moral center because she keeps, she's still sort of operating as if she's police by you know, like like we we find, we go to the place she's been staying and she's just got, she's got like a murder wall a whole murder wall where she's been tracking these guys and i and she she's telling herself and telling Tandy that what she's doing is trying to save these girls but towards the end of the episode Ty and Tandy save the girls first and then she shows up and they're like cool we already saved the girls and she honestly doesn't care no she mm-hmm. goes she's just in firing there anyway to kill those dudes yeah. yeah and it's just the briefest 
smallest glimmer of acceptability of saying I'm killing these guys because they're bad. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't. I mean, obviously, this is a this is a house of human trafficking. So it's unlikely that anybody in there is innocent. But you don't know. There could be somebody's kid brother running them well, a sandwich. What happened in the episode is Ty, while trying to get the girls out, ran into someone who went to his school, I think, like, who was probably... A kid. He just was a, a kid. kid. He was probably there as his first, like, job. He just got in. You know, like, mm-hmm. he was... He obviously... He wasn't a threat. When um, Mayhem came in with a gun firing, he put his hands up. Like, he... And obviously, don't join a gang. But, like, we don't know his backstory. And so, um, that was one of the steps in the episode to show us like while mayhem is attractive you should not do this thing mm-hmm. and then we find out that fucking um ty like turned his power up to like 11 stretched his smoke out to cover the kid right as he's about to get shot takes the bullets into his like darkness nice. and then reaches out with the darkness and swallows mayhem okay like into him yeah, that's so the comics. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this nice. last episode. That's awesome. It was so cool. It was really cool. Because yeah, the only thing that happens really in the middle is Sorry. that Sorry. I couldn't. Oh, I couldn't that's hold fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, the, the the middle part is all just us sort of all moving in the same direction and yeah, talking about how to catch mayhem and trying to catch up to her. It's mostly uh-huh. showing her unraveling from I'm going to be a cop about it and be a better person than Bridget to Nope, I'm just rage I'm, and I'm murder. murder. I'm here for the murder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can definitely see because Tandy recently figured out how to make like what I've been calling her. Yeah, her ball of rage. And so you can really see her being attracted to what Mayhem is doing, Mm -hmm. where it's just like, I don't have to stop and think about things. Let's just go. Let's just get shit done. Yeah. And there's a good moment, too, because like at the beginning of the episode, Ty has a moment where he's like, you know, what if I am a bad guy? And she's like, you're not like these other people you're a protector. And he's like, how do you know? And she's like, will you protect me? And at the end of the episode, Tandy almost runs off and starts screaming at Ty about like, mm-hmm. this is the right way to do this. We keep trying and it fails and nothing happens and we're mm-hmm. not doing enough. We should start killing everyone. And then Ty steps up and protects her from herself and talks her back off the ledge. And nice. it's like, this is not what we're here for. We don't want to be like mayhem. It's great. That's cool. It, I, I love the dynamic between the two of them. It's so yeah. interesting. They're so good together. Yeah. And it's really interesting, too, because, like, it's such a different trope than you would expect. Usually it's the woman character who's, like, against ultimate violence. Yeah. And it's the woman character who's the softer one, who's like, we should talk first, not... And in this, Tyrone, he he's the guy, and he's a, a black kid who's like, we shouldn't be violent. We should help people always mm-hmm. first. And so it's a really good dynamic and a turning of the... The trope on its head. Which, honestly, it speaks to me so much more. Yeah. The the rage felt by a young woman, I mean, speaks directly to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I love that, I think we, we could have interpreted it, but I liked that Ty came out and said it directly, where she's, where, where Tandy's arguing for violence. That they are outside of where the girls are being kept, and there's a ton of dudes, and they're trying to figure out how they can get in there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you know, we could just wait, and eventually Mayhem's going to roll up, and she'll just take care of it And for we'll us. take the girls while she's killing everyone. And Ty's like, no, we can't do that. She's like, well, yeah. why not? That seems like a solid plan. I yeah. literally was like, I'm with Tandy here. Like, why are we not doing this? And he says, that kind of shoot first, ask questions later is what got my brother killed. 
Ooh. And she's like, okay. you know what? Damn. Yeah, fair she, point. And I, this is what I love about this show. She immediately goes, you're right. My bad. Let's listen to you. And it's just very like, this is reaching a little bit. Like, it's very much white women need to shut the fuck up. Yes. And listen to the people of color around them talking about their life experiences. Mm-hmm. And they need to just listen and then accept it as the gospel fucking truth and move from there. So it was a really great moment where Tandy's losing her shit. But this kid who grew up with privilege but had a lot of bad shit happen to him because of the color of his skin mm-hmm. goes, nah, man, this is why. And in that moment, she goes, you're right. My bad. I'm fine. I'll be quiet. Let's do it your way. Was so great to see on television. And they really worked, they worked really well together where she manifests her ball of rage and throws it at the building. And so everybody inside yeah, all is the guys like, come out. what? And they all run out. And so then Ty can like poof in three or four times, grab a couple of girls, takes them out to Bridget and then back in and they clear the building. Nice. So by the time the guys realize nothing's happening and run back in, all the girls are gone. Yeah. That's awesome. It was really cool. So it was a really good episode. I really liked it. Oh, yeah. And of course, like we got more of Tyrone's hardcore powers and he mm-hmm. like he ate he ate ma'am. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm interested. See what happens with that. Well, and Whoa. so we we do get to see a, a bit of her um is just c- surrounded by darkness and then she sees a building off in the distance and she walks up to it and it it's is like, an like old gas station. a gas station, which didn't look familiar to me at all. No. Um but then there's a refrigerator and she opens the fridge just like in real life. Do you remember her boyfriend, her boyfriend who got no. killed and put Fox, in a fridge? Fuchs. Fuchs. Oh, no. Fuchs. And so she opens the fridge and there he is, all dead. But instead of like food and stuff in the refrigerator, it's like bowls of coins and like yeah. like candles and like funeral stuff. It oh, was, like weird. it does, has like a Voodoo feel. Yeah, to it was like Voodoo stuff in there, and I was okay. like, mm, and then he opens his eyes and talks to her. He goes, "Are you ready for an awkward reunion?" But he's like bloody and weird. It was, and her whole face was like, "What the fuck?" Okay, so cool. Uh, cool, cool, cool. we're gonna see what happens next because he's the fear one. He's the you know, Tandy's touch is hope, your hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. And Ty's is your greatest fears. And so, like, I think if you go inside his pocket dimension, it's your greatest fears. And so she is facing the man that died because of her. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I wonder if eventually um, he'll be able to consume both uh, Mayhem and Bridget. And, and like, then put them back together. Them together. <gasps> That'd be cool. Because honestly, Bridget can't go on like, like the way this. she is. She's she, missing so much of who she is. Yeah, well, yeah. it's so much of who she is. And even if she was to like retire from the police force, because she's not an effective police person now, I don't think she'd live a good life. She's so there's she's like a third of herself. Yeah, you well, because you you need that like Legit, oh, I'm so frustrated you need sometimes as, to give you drive. Yeah, as dangerous as rage can be and as frustrating as it is to have so much and not have an outlet for it, it drives you to keep going. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that gets you out of bed in the morning because you're like, fuck all those dudes. I'm going anyway kind of stuff. Well, yeah, because it yeah. filters down not just from the white hot rage, but also to your motivation. And your ambition. What, and your ambition and, and yeah, what keeps yeah. you going. I'm going to show you. Yeah. yeah. Watch fuck me do all this y'all. Thing. It's the WT protocol. You think I can't do it? Watch this. Yeah. Kind and, of thing. Yeah. And without that, what are you? As a human person, like, what are you? So, yeah, it's just that we have to find a way to put them back together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's it. Um, she gets sucked into the cloak. Woo. That's it. It seems oh, safe. Man. It was crazy. That's cool. It was super fun. You should watch maybe just this last couple of scenes just for Ty's powers. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like super cool. Because, like, he stretched. I was like, if Ty fucking gets shot. But then he's standing there getting shot. 
but it's only from his neck up that he's tied, and the rest of him is his smoke. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, cool, that's cool. Oh, I like this. And then he, like, reached out with, like, tentacles and, like, swooped her into him. Nice. It was crazy. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. It's really, and it's really interesting, too. I really like how when he, like, bamps from one place to another, there's no sound effects. Yeah. It's not which, like a pop, which, which is I really so like annoying. Because it, it means he's more stealth. Like, if you have to make a noise whenever you pop in somewhere, you a know? What? No. A <laughs> It is a little weird, though, because when he disappears, there's nothing. But when he appears, it's the black smoke, which still looks CGI style amazeballs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is weird, like, the smoke is there. Yes. But even that, like, whatever. It's okay. And that's it for Cloak and, and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger, and it was great. So good. Also, uh, they had to go into a strip club, and Ty was like, oh, oh do God. we just... Do we just walk Should, in? Do we just do we just go in? It was so cute. Tandy's nice. like, yeah, we normally That's go in through a door. Normally how you go in, Ty. <laughs> what? <laughs> Crazy. I love it. Okay. So that is a BAM pal for this week. When we talk to you next week, we will have seen Endgame. <gasps> and oh, fuck. Who knows <gasps> what life like, will be like at that point. You just like said that out yeah. loud. We're going to need to take like a before and after shot. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I will have aged 10 years. I'm just like, just like our skin doesn't exist anymore. We've cried so much. It's just like divots yeah. in our just, faces. Oh, I assume that I'm going to look like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Just like <laughs> built it. <laughs> oh, I'm saying <laughs> night. Wait, was it? It's nine o'clock right now. Yes. Uh, so, so uh, 91 and a half hours. Oh, my God. Until it starts. Oh, my God. So I'll throw that out there. I'm bringing my own box of Kleenex. Yeah. I'm going to Costco and I'm buying a pallet of Kleenex. I'm just yeah. bringing an extra shirt and just <laughs> ugly sob my nose into that. I'm so nervous, you guys. Like, I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> Steve's going to die. I know. Yes. And it breaks my heart. But it's okay because it will be with a time bullet. And <laughs> Fucking <then laughs> time bullets! How dare! Will he be a werewolf at some point? Man, we can only hope. Man, will he show up in the nomad outfit where that's like cut down to I'm the navel? Saying, only if saying, he has a baby in his backpack. Oh my god, and a beard again. I'm just saying, if at any point during Endgame... Sharon fucking Carter shows up in her Agent 13 outfit. I'm leaving the theater because that means time bullets and I'm out. Time bullets. All right. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Watch Thrones. Yep. Game of Thrones. uh, Who was our favorite episode this week? Oh, man. That is a tough call. Are you going to say Legends? No, it's Doom Patrol. Like, I love the you Jane are, Austen shout you out. You the brokenest of I know, records. I know. <laughs> I love the Jane Legends Austen shout out. It was so much better than Doom Patrol. It was so good. Like, everyone's entitled to their own stupid ass Actually, opinion, okay, hang on. but yours let me, is real Let me revisit, because we just talked about Doom Patrol. Okay, so there's Jane Austen, there was super sexy stuff, and a, a Bollywood. Okay, fine. It there's was Birds Legends. There's Birds of Prey on Legends? I don't care no, about Arrow? that. That's not me, that's her. Um. Okay, it was Legends. For Jane Austen and the super sexy three-way. Oh yeah! Oh, man. oh my God! And 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 Ray asking permission to do stuff. Yeah. Whew. I tell you though, if I was waiting, I was like, Oh my God, are the two boys gonna kiss? Because then I would have died. <laughs> I would have fucking lost it. They <laughs> should have. Uh I don't. I don't. I'm gonna know. have to go with Arrow. I'm just throwing my head over that fence. Love it. Birds of prey. Birds of prey, like future white-haired uh, canary, just. Sarah showing Lots up, making good, everything dude, better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I think I'm going to have to say Cloak and Dagger. <gasps> it was so uh, good this yes! week. Yeah! It was so okay, good. Let, let's shut this shit down. <laughs> Obviously, this is a travesty against humanity. Wow, so. wow, wow. <laughs> fight words. <laughs> we Damn will see fun. you next week. Um, 
I, I got nothing good because it's after in game, so who knows what it'll be. Oh, nope. God. Keep it real. Oh, Jesus. Creep it real. In fact. That is the wrong podcast. <laughs> I don't I know it. where I am anymore. No, we'll see you next week. Same bad time, same pow channel. Bam, pow! Game of Thrones. No! Da, 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 da.